0: Good evening, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I am John Haley.
1: And I'm Kate Orsland. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Kate. Hey, John.
0: Hey, coworker. Um, we get to have a little fun with that. It's our tri- annual, it's now annual because we have done two of them, so.
1: Right, last year was our inaugural.
0: Right, and this is the annual, the second, second uh, annual. Halloween episode.
1: Tomorrow's Halloween.
0: Tomorrow is Halloween.
1: Do you have your candy?
0: I do. Do you um, have your
1: costume? I'm just kidding, you probably don't dress on.
0: I do, but I can't reveal that costume right now because I'm worried someone will steal it.
1: My kids are going to be dinos.
0: I'm also going to be a dyno. I can go ahead and tell the world now <laughs> I'm going to be an inflatable T-Rex. It's, that's what I'm going to do.
1: You know. um, in wrapping up our month discussing property management issues, we'll be discussing spooky nightmare tenant issues. Mwah, uh, uh, uh. And on that
0: note. <laughs> and on a much prior note, we hope to see you all at PMX 2018, which is our property management conference in Harrisonburg. Just a few weeks, November 14th through 16th, for a discussion of issues relating to property management.
1: So, we're going to focus our discussion today, as we usually do, on the VRLTA for two reasons. First, the Virginia Realtors' forms all use the VRLTA. That's what we operate under. And second, there are very few differences between the common law and the VRLTA at this point. If you're a property manager for a property with an older common law lease, these answers may not always apply to you.
0: Our first story A black cat crosses your path.
1: How spooky. Spooky,
0: right? Spooky scary.
1: Let me just lay out the scene. scene. Set the scene. Set the scene. I can I'm good with words. (laughs) During a move in inspection. Ooh. Terrifying. (laughs) The spooky property manager discovered that unoccupied first floor apartment had dun 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 a strong urine smell. Yeek! We're terrified. Are you terrified? Um, I'm terrified.
0: If you have kids, they shouldn't be listening to this. It's probably nightmare-inducing, <laughs> so.
1: During the inspection, he could not find any obvious source of the smell. He ordered the carpets to be cleaned and was happy when he re-inspected did not smell any urine.
0: As one, As one normally one is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the tenants moved in, and there was no smell. But after a few days, dun, 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 they complained to the property manager property manager inspected the apartment and, again, couldn't find anything wrong with the rental unit. You feel the momentum building? I do. This building. This time, however, he decided to look at the second floor apartment. And when he did, he found that there was not one, not two, not three, not even four, but five unauthorized cats. The cats have been in the laundry room without a litter box. So this is also a nightmare for those poor cats. Right. So, yes, they were all urinating on the wood floor, which was then soaking through the ceiling tiles into the ceiling of the basement apartment. To complicate matters, the cats belonged to the girlfriend of the tenant, who was not an authorized occupant on the lease. This just sounds like an all around nightmare. Situation. It is a nightmare. After the property manager confronted the tenant, the girlfriend provided a note from her doctor that the cats are emotional support animals for her medical conditions.
0: Yikes. This or, is... meow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a bit of a nightmare situation. So how can the property manager work through this?
1: Break it down, John.
0: I'll break it down for you guys. Well, first, the tenant has violated his obligation to maintain the premises in a habitable condition and likely also is in violation by having unauthorized animals in the unit. Because the excessive cat urine likely constitutes a matter materially affecting health and safety, the property manager could send a written notice to the tenant specifying the breach and stating the property manager will enter the unit to perform the work in a workmanlike manner and submit an itemized bill for actual and reasonable costs associated with the repair. The tenant would then need to pay all of these expenses on the next rent due date, or immediately if the rental agreement has terminated, the property manager could also send a 21-30 day notice for the unauthorized animals in the property. Under this notice, the lease would terminate in 30 days if the breach is not remedied within 21 days. So, assuming the tenant then pays for the repairs and removes all of the cats in a timely manner, the lease would not terminate. If, however, the tenant failed to remove the cats, then the lease would terminate, and the property manager could move for possession through the courts. Alternatively, if the tenant removed the cats but failed to pay for the repairs, then the property manager would need to serve the tenant with a written notice of his intent to terminate the rental agreement if payment is not made within five days. Then he can move for possession of the property.
1: Yikes. So, that's all, all interesting. But what about the fact that the cats are assistance animals? Does that matter?
0: That's a great question, Kate.
1: Or does it not?
0: I'm gonna tell you. Just let me let me finish. I'm gonna t- let you finish, but
1: I'm gonna let you finish. But this is the spookiest story of all times. It's very spooky. It's not. It's. I mean, it is spooky, but they're scarier stories.
0: Well, it's all relative, I guess. Anyway, under the VRLTA, individuals with assistance animals are still responsible for damage their assistance animals cause to the unit. But in this case, the cats don't belong to the tent. They belong to the girlfriend, who is not an authorized tenant or occupant on the lease. This certainly adds an interesting twist, but ultimately is a bit of a red herring, because no matter what the tenant is responsible for the damage to the rental property, unless the girlfriend is a tenant or occupant, fair housing laws pertaining to assistance animals would not apply. Tricky. Let's move on to vignette two, ghost of the current tenant.
1: All right, John. Mm Hmm? It was a dark and stormy night. Mm Hmm? the property manager started noticing the property seemed to be in a bit of disrepair when she drove by the house. The grass seemed a little long and then the mail started piling up. The horror. And finally, the property manager did not receive rent on time. After trying to contact the tenant regarding the late rent, the property manager went to the house when she found the house to be The furniture was there, but there were no signs of any tenants. The neighbors confirmed, because neighbors always know everything, mm-hmm. that the tenants had moved out three weeks ago and they had no idea where the tenants went. The tenants still had another four months left in the lease, and all their stuff was left in the house. What could a property manager do in this spooky situation?
0: <laughs> this is ghosting on a massive level. <laughs> Uh, The property manager is going to want to check the lease to make sure it has a provision regarding extended absences from the property. Our lease, as Virginia Realtors, has language in it requiring tenants to provide notice of absences greater than seven days. The rental agreement is then terminated as of the date of the abandonment by the tenant. If the property manager cannot determine whether or not the tenant has abandoned the property, she will need to serve written notice to the tenant, and the tenant would need to respond within seven days, to indicate that he or she wants to remain in the unit. The property manager would be entitled to recover damages, for example related to unpaid or lost rent, but still would have the duty to mitigate by trying to find a new tenant. If the lease doesn't have a provision regarding extended absences though, then the property manager could still provide a five-day notice of material non-compliance for failure to pay rent, and assuming the ghosted tenant did not cure, they could then terminate the lease and file with the court for possession of the property.
1: Now, what about all that abandoned, spooky furniture in the house?
0: Well, it's definitely haunted, so you're going to want to get an old priest and a young priest in there to make sure.
1: Might want to um, get some sage. Some sage. Tripper.
0: Get rid of the haints in there. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's the first step. That's the first step. And then, after <laughs> that, uh, you have to realize that just because the tenants abandoned the rental unit doesn't mean it's a free-for-all with their property.
1: Well, you wouldn't want that property
0: anyway. No, no, it's, it's haunted. Yeah. It's got bad juju on it. Bad juju. The property manager can dispose of it, provided that she has given the tenant proper notice in accordance with the VRLTA. Once she's terminated the rental agreement and has possession of the unit under the VRLTA, the property manager may dispose of the property if she has, one, given a termination notice to the tenant that includes a statement that any items of personal property left in the dwelling unit or the premises would be disposed of within the 24-hour period after termination. 2. Given written notice to the tenant regarding abandonment that includes a statement on any items of personal property left in the dwelling unit or the premises would be disposed of within the 24-hour period after expiration of the 7-day notice period. Or 3. Given a separate written notice to the tenant which includes a statement that any items of personal property left in the dwelling unit or the premises would be disposed of within 24 hours after expiration of the 10-day period from the date such notice was given to the tenant. The tenants would have a right to retrieve their abandoned property within 24 hours after receiving the notice, but in a case like this, it seems they've already vanished into thin air. They're gone. They're gone. Thank you for staying through this with us. We hope you are not too frightened. Stay safe. Stay safe out there.
1: Don't let the spooky tenant stories get you.
0: Yes, don't let the spooky Santa stories get you. (laughs) Tune in next week for more spooky scary stories. Just kidding, next week's going to be a normal episode.
1: (laughs) We'll see you next year. We hope you enjoyed our special Halloween episode. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us! Members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks. Bye. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice...
0: ...of competent counsel! This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2018. This podcast was recorded by Ghosts and features the song Halloween Night by Monk Turner, available under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial license.
1: sound. Gremlins are creeping around, monsters sleeping. Skeletons are dancing while the vampires bite.